uh, blessed people with a great opportunity to come before at uh, this time with a wonderful blessed privilege to me that I may come before you today at this time. Uh, such a wonderful day, a very beautiful day, East African time here. It's a sunny day. And the air is wonderful. God has given us free air to breathe today. He did not charge us. And uh, on this side of the earth, there is natural air conditioning. The weather is just perfect. So we are forever grateful to the Lord that it wasn't cold or too hot for us to even come to you live on such a day, Saturday when the nation of Kenya is preparing for a major Sunday service tomorrow. And uh, I'm coming in front of the entire National Council of Bishops of Kenya, of the Ministry of Repentance and Holiness. And I'm speaking with you right now as they are all looking at me. It's a very, very awesome way to do this, to come to you live as witnesses of all this conversation that is about to accrue from this moment on. And I know very well that celebrations have been declared. And yes, indeed, that is also the reason the National Council is uh, assembled here, that we may observe a feast unto the Lord, just to celebrate the beauty of the Lord that we have in our lifetime been witness to cripples getting up and walking, but that is astounding. Many, many generations, many people lived, worshipped. Some of them slept, went to sleep, and uh, were buried without seeing this revival, without seeing creepers getting up and walking in such a vivid and mighty, mighty way. The blind we have seen, we have seen the blind eyes open and see, and their narrative. It's so surprising to us, astounding, asking Nini, Nini, what is this? As they are seeing things for the first time, they were wondering, as they saw planes flying up in the air, they were discovering things for the first time. Cynthia Wanjiku is a classic case in time. And so we have to celebrate the fact that the Lord can choose this generation to come and visit and walk among them and live among them and minister among them and beloved them to this extent. The deaf have heard, the mute have spoken, cancers have dried, HIV has been dried up. These are things that beyond the laws of physical nature, the laws of medicine and what inexplainable, they're unexplainable, imperceptible in this life, that out of a decree and a command, HIV can disappear from the blood when there is no cure for HIV. And that person infects negative and negative and negative every year, every testing, every whenever. These are the reasons the church is celebrating. And the wonders that the Lord has displayed in the sky, in the heavens above, and talk at this time, I want to share a little bit of what the Lord has spoken with me before this day came. 
this past night. The Lord Jehovah spoke with me in a very, very mighty way. Um, I described. I saw the Lord take me away from this man. And he took his two prophets of the Lord. I saw them ministering in a very huge, very, very huge hall. The altar is raised, is raised above. And uh, down there, there are a lot of people in different things from here. And uh, there was red carpet down there between their seats. And uh, the altar was raised. So I've seen the Lord launch me from this place and move his two prophets away to minister to the other nations too and give them a chance. Kenya, you've had your chance. I know sometimes you've not handled your chance right. You've uh, sometimes blackmailed the Lord. When he only came to love you, you've condescended the Lord. When he only came to bless you and draw you closer to his eternity, to his kingdom in heaven. But I think that is now something of the past. But uh, like I've said, I've seen the two prophets of the Lord minister in another nation, another race, another type of people. And the sanctuary I have seen. And then uh, I have also seen a visitation that takes place. I do not know whether that visitation takes place in that country. But uh, the Lord showed me is heaven, the place that all of you would like and love to end up in, to go to, to wind up in. It might not be your eternal home. And I bless the Lord that you have such a wonderful desire, aspiration. And uh, when I saw the Lord's heaven, when I also saw right from heaven, quite far away, the Lord Yahweh descend in the pure, glorious, the holiest white pillar of his cloud, and very straight, right away from heaven, very, very straight, all the way coming all the way through. And that white pillar comes and points directly on the two prophets of Yahweh. Right on them as they are moving, move with them like this. Caught on video. Move with them like this. Like this. It will be caught on video. Move with them like this. Pointing the whole universe to them. Saying, that is he. That is he that was promised. That is he that was promised the book of Malachi that will come and prepare you. But they have come in this configuration now. They are true. Pointing like this. The pure, holiest, white cloud, the tree of heaven, of Yahweh, what the Father himself pointing. I do not know that that visitation takes place in that country or in Kenya here. Very far, pointing all the way from very far from heaven. Up. And again, like I said, I have seen the two prophets of the Lord ministering in another nation. And uh, 
request for the sanctuary where they minister from the tabernacle of the cloud of God. They were able to And so there is a sanctuary of the cloud of God that has been set up already. And I could see the leadership in that country involved and all that. And then ministering there. But the altar is raised and the people are down there. It looks like these suits that you can fold, like normal band theaters, professional theaters. So they really built a wonderful sanctuary unto the Lord. And I saw the two prophets ministering to them from that place. And then the cloud of God does visit. I don't know whether this happens there or happens here before they say bye-bye to this land. But... uh the Lord has been good to this nation. He has been wonderful to this nation. Then the third conversation the Lord had with me is that I have seen the judgment of the Lord strike Kenya. This night, the Lord spoke with me very, very, very clearly about the anger of the Lord against this nation of Kenya the terrible judgment of the Lord is finally approved, has been approved by heaven at the throne room of God coming to Kenya. And I see people running. I see a lot of gunfire. I see a lot of distress. People running in great panic with children. Children running, people running all directions. They have nowhere to run to. And so I think Kenya needs to look at of the eternity and understand and sort it out, find out how we do this. When the creepers got up and walked, when the blind spoke and that heard, the mute spoke, could we have crossed the red line in the process? How come we didn't realize it's a big responsibility towards these two servants of the Lord? Where yeah, do you see in the Bible that one comes, all of a sudden there is one always in the background, all of a sudden, sometimes showing, sometimes going back to the background again. Very huge. So once you say that, that nowhere in the Bible has anyone ever commanded 84 stadiums and cripples to get up and walk and at the same self-instant cripples get up and walk across the entire 84 public place. Once you noted that, that nobody has ever commanded the sun to clap, I think you should have called for greater responsibility in handling these matters of the visitation of the Lord, current, that is on the face of the earth. So, the Lord is calling for repentance, but can it repent? I know that in my own cry to the Lord, when I saw this judgment of the Lord coming to Kenya, I told the Lord that if you remove us from this country and unleash your judgment here, they will be finished. They will be totally finished. And they won't even see your eternal, glorious kingdom that you so belovedly flashed before them, shown them, trumpeted at them, cried out to them about and longed and desired that they get 
And I know that uh, in this conversation this night, I ask the Lord if it be His will to launch the two prophets from this nation to those countries where He wants to send them. So that the greater gains that have been made in preparing the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah may be preserved. I know that I have gone and stood before the Lord of all the earth and asked him if he can reconsider and launch the prophets from Kenya and back to Kenya, from Kenya to another country and back to Kenya, and uh, in that way preserve the tremendous gains that have been made towards the glorious coming of the Messiah. And I presented the case before the Lord and let the Lord know that this is the only country right now on the earth where this revival is throbbing this much. And I told the Lord, I'm aware that he's capable, his authority and power, to establish the same revival in another country. But I pleaded with him that this one, and not destroy this one, owing to wickedness, blackmail, slander, malice, even within the council of bishops. So this is the state of the affair. And uh, owing to this judgment, another shown this night, I am calling for national repentance to try and preserve the gains of revival that the Lord has established in this land. And I have already decreed that the righteous will be preserved. Fifty based on the words of the righteous will be preserved in this judgment that is coming. But whosoever will be holy and righteous and not cross the red line with the Lord. In the way the Lord will preserve that one with their family and their churches and enemies. But uh, in the process, I've also thought about reaching the unreached. That there can be national repentance, and that repentance be organized in this land, and to include literally everybody in the land, and that the two prophets of the Lord would lead the nation before the Lord, that the Lord may relent. Warning comes, and now the Lord has given his counsel that Kenya repents. Let there be repentance in this land, right away in the churches. So, as you begin your celebrations tomorrow, but please take some time, whether it's 30 minutes, one hour in your churches, and repent because I know that. Fifty days on the word before the Lord, and decreed that the Lord separate righteous from this business. However, when a nation repents, the Lord relents. So tomorrow will be a wonderful opportunity as you begin yourself to repent, to take about one hour and repent before you go into celebrate the goodness of the Lord, which for sure you are the bona fide people liberation on the visitation current. Nobody takes away that right from you and privilege. However, take some appear before the Lord and cry out to the Lord have mercy on the land. It is on the entire Kenya these days. In this conversation, and again like I say, I had a conversation with the Lord as to whether the Lord can launch the two prophets from here to the nations abroad and back. 
to the nations abroad and back in order to continuously and continue to preserve the gains of this revival that, that have been that far achieved. So that, that is the position, if you ask me. And I'll continue engaging the word on this. But I have seen this night that he has taken them to Mexico. In another land, they are white people. But uh, I am still asking that this church be given a second chance to host these two. That's what I've asked the Lord. That we wait for the Lord's body. And remember, I will always obey the Lord 1,000% or so everybody decides. But I've cried on this revival. I've said, look how awesome it is. Look, we can preserve it and still reach the nation. Now, that is a conversation beyond your reach. It is within the realm now of the two prophets and the Lord, and they ask the Lord how they speak the Lord. And then the Lord will be able to speak about it or mitigate. But uh, as far as the judgment of the Lord is concerned in this land, all of you are aware, some of you are even happy that the Lord is finally judging the land. But the nation may get to fear the Lord and his true most tremendous prophet. But the blasphemy and slander may come to an end. I love you, Kenya. I have loved you, you've known that. I have served you with all my heart. I have counted it a great privilege and blessing and honor to come and to serve you. And I've served of you still with all my heart this land. And given a second opportunity, I would give it my all again. I would not serve, um, without reservation at all, I would give it my all even more. And I've been your servant. And I know that we still endeavor to serve you whenever the Lord provides the opportunity. So now as I turn off, as I come out of air, I want to say, the Messiah is coming. Hey, allow me go. The Messiah is coming. But given a chance, a second chance, I would still serve with the same zeal, same commitment, same vigor, nothing less, same love. Same commitment, same dedication to serve this land. Because in the process of serving you, Kenya, many nations have gotten to know about the coming of the Messiah. And I'm still of the belief that the Lord will come through and sustain this revival. To celebrate the greatness of the Lord. But remember that at one point, the Lord indeed did send you some messengers you. And when they served, they served without reservation whatsoever. And so as I turn off, I say we will still always remain faithfully your servant. Tadarabah, Tadalachem. Tadatadah, Tadahashem. Tadah.